music to our ears this time of year in April baby it's the master show just gonna let this play out a little longer here and uh, yeah can't wait gonna be awesome Cam and I are doing stuff a little bit differently uh, this time around so um, yeah it's uh, scheduling scheduling issues um, my wife's been working her butt off uh, for our curling club auction and banquet uh, needed the, the laptop the recording device and so timing wise just didn't work out for us um, for this week but uh, we both recorded our own takes separately and yeah we're gonna miss the banner for sure uh you know just like we missed uh having tiger woods uh playing golf last 17 months so uh we're gonna give it our best effort and uh and, and bring you uh bring you our annual uh master show um you know really just this is one of those tournaments that you know obviously it's marked on the calendar but just has a completely different feel um as a major augusta national golf course how pristine it is how prestigious it is and you know just the coverage that this this event gets and and how much it means to so many other people um yeah we're really excited to uh, to get it going so um how it's going to work today is uh is cam cam's already recorded his um, has recorded his piece. As I said, we have to do it separately. Um, I'm going to do, uh, my recording and I'm going to do, I'll play mine after cams. Um, because, uh, his is really good. I mean, he, this guy knocked it out of the park for sure. Um, and, uh, and we're going to get this out uh, today, which is Wednesday, uh, ahead of the masters starting tomorrow. So you can lock in your bets. Now, um, before I get to cams thing, um, Wanted to let everybody know. So we use Bet365, and this is not an ad. We don't get paid for this, but it's a great opportunity if you're in Ontario uh, with new, uh, with the new um, single-game betting uh, and online betting regulations in Ontario. Uh, a lot of new companies and a lot of new, um, yeah, apps or whatever or gambling apps are have tons of promos. Uh, Bet365, which is what we base all our odds off of. Generally, they have the best odds. Um, yeah, they generally they have the best odds out of out of most sports books. So, um, currently with them, if you deposit ten bucks, they're going to give you two hundred and fifty dollars in bet credits uh, to activate those bet credits. You got to do a one dollar bet. So if you bet on something tonight, hockey game, whatever it is, it settles. You'll have two hundred and fifty bucks to bet uh, on the Masters tomorrow. So keep that in mind. Um, so without further ado, I will uh, I'll hand it off, and we're gonna we're gonna hear from. We're gonna hear from the Turf King. I'm I'm expecting a uh, a Turf King report as uh, you know as we would normally do, uh, especially at this um, at at Augusta and uh, and the holes and what they've done there. Um, yeah, I expect it to be good. Cam's gonna make his picks, um, and then I am gonna make my picks after. So with it, let's go. It's Turf King time, baby. Well, how's it going, everybody? Not a shock here on the Over 6 Sports Podcast, but we have more scheduling conflict, more issues technically, and things aren't as great today. So you're going to hear both of us separate today. Should be a lot of fun, but of course, Burke throwing me under their bus here. 
So let's get right to it. Uh, it's Masters Week. So we couldn't just go without having a pod this week. Uh, we just couldn't do it. We know this is one of the most listened to pods. I always have a ton of intel on the course. Uh, golf is my sport I work in. It's my career. It's everything to me. So we couldn't let you guys not have a Masters pod. So here it is. Uh, first off, I mean, we got to talk about Tiger a bit. I'm just going to touch on myself a bit. This is where the banter, we're really missing the banter today, Burke, but uh, I'll have to touch on it a bit. Tiger today saying, unless something shockingly happens, he's playing. And not only that, he's actually going to be playing and he says he thinks he can win. And if Tiger thinks he can win, why would I not think Tigers can win? This guy has proved us wrong time after time again. You heard Rory McIlroy talk about it today, that nothing surprises us with Tiger anymore. This guy can do it all. He's done it all. He's won a U.S. Open on a broken leg. He's come back from everything he came back from. And now he's golfing at Augusta, which is not an easy walk at all. Way sooner than anyone thought it would be possible. So it's just another step. Tiger looks good. He's wearing FootJoy shoes, which is shocking. He's a massive Nike guy. Nike's now just in the golf apparel. But he just says it stability-wise. Nike's always made a shoe that looks more like a basketball shoe. It looks more like a sneaker. It looks something that you can wear out on the town or whatnot foot joy your more classic golf shoe but apparently it's way more stable he's currently working with nike for something for him because that's still the issue with him as he said today his golf game he's not worried about he's striking it incredibly well everyone you talk to says this golf game is unbelievable it is so good but it's the walk that's going to be the issue this guy <laughs> had a shattered leg we weren't sure if he was going to be able to walk again there was talks of anti amputation of his leg and now he's going to be golfing in the Masters in 2022. And Tiger at the Masters, five-time champion. If you're going to tell me he has no chance again, then you're just wrong. Because he does. It's Tiger. Nobody thought he had a chance in 2019. And he wanted. It was one of the best Sundays in my sporting life. And I just absolutely loved it. Moving along. I know uh, Burke's going to be bugging about it. He wants a Turf King report. So here's going to be it today. I'm just going to touch on a few of the changes they've made at Augusta. Nothing major this year. And then I want to talk a little bit about three of the best holes in golf. So the couple of the big changes they made this year, number 11, which is the start of a man corner. I'll get a little more into detail on that in a second. Um, it's changed from 505 yards to 520, which is just a monstrous par four with a pond short left to the green bailout area, right? It's insane. The thing that they have done to this hole is they've opened up the right side. So it's not as an intimidating of a tee shot for 520 yard par four. I'm hoping it doesn't have an intimidating tee shot, but this always ranks as the second hardest hole overall, I believe over the last 10 years, it's going to be hard again. We're adding 15 more yards. It's not going to be easy. The 11th hole is going to be a monster start to amen corner, but it's exciting. Uh, the bailout area is also supposed to be tougher. We heard Rory saying that it's going to be a tough up and down where usually guys can bail out there. If your short game's half decent, you can get up and down. It doesn't sound like that's the case this year. So it's going to be a heck of a hole. And that's just the start of one of the best stretches in golf. So touch on that a bit again in a bit. 15th, par 5, always plays as one of the easiest holes. They've added 20 yards to it, but apparently it hasn't changed it that much. It's going to be a little tougher. Rory was hitting 4-iron in there when we've seen guys like Bryson who are hitting pitching wedge or 9-iron in on their second. So they have really e easy eagle holes. Rory is, again, one of the best drivers of the ball on tour. And he's still hitting six to four iron in this practice round. So it is playing a little longer, but it's still a short par five for these guys. If they're hitting six iron into a par five, it's got to have a good eagle chance. It's a birdie all day long. So again, those are two big changes to the golf course that we will see. So myself, I just want to talk about Amen Corner. We want to talk about the turf. We want to talk about the conditions. 
it's Augusta. Everything is immaculate always. There's not a pine cone out of place. There is green jackets everywhere, making sure every piece of grass is perfect. It is a ton of fun to watch as somebody who works in the turf industry, seeing this course every day. It is unbelievable. But I want to talk about this, arguably the greatest three-hole stretch in golf. We can talk about the Bear Trap. We can talk about some of those other places. But to me, it's Augusta. Number 12 is arguably the greatest hole in golf. And so the three holes here. Number 11, White Dogwood. As I already touched on, it got longer this year. Par for a 520-yard hole. It's insane. It's the beginning of Amen Corner. Wind is always a factor here. Drive to the right side of the forward. Right side of the fairway is ideal because you really got to move it right to left on your second shot, and it's not an easy shot. You have the pond there, short left. It's going to be tough. It's a monstrous hole to start Amen Corner, but it's a ton of fun. It's an iconic hole. Most most of you who've watched the Masters, you know the hole. Number 12, the most famous hole at Augusta. It is arguably my favorite hole in the world. Uh, Golden Bell, as I call it, it's a par 3. Plays usually about 155 yards. Unbelievable hole. The this is always a factor on Sunday at the Masters. Golden Bell number twelve at Augusta will be a factor. We saw the Jordan Spieth meltdown here. We saw Tiger last year put up a ten on this hole for one hundred fifty five yards. For me, that's an eight iron. These guys are hitting less club than that, and this hole is tough. The wind swirls in the back corner of a man corner. It is insane. There's three brunkers on it. Guys range from hitting six iron to pitching wedge. Race Creek is there. Like everything about this hole is unbelievable then you have all the azaleas in the background it is just an absolute gorgeous hole this is just the iconic hole at augusta and it will have an impact on sunday mark my words for that somebody will put it in the water who's in contention and it will have an impact on sunday at the masters the third hole azalea as they call it number 13 it is a short par five guys can play really short clubs into this this is it's pretty fun this hole so it's called azalea what is Augusta known? It's known for the magnolias and the azaleas. On 13, there is over 1,600 azaleas lining the fairways and the trees, which is just, again, gorgeous. This course, everything about it. You have Race Creek on this hole. Guys are going to be playing short shots into this par 5. This is a scoreable hole. Another hole that's just going to have such an impact on Sunday. 11, 12, 13. Amen Corner. They always have such an impact. They're three of the most fun holes to watch. If you're watching it on the Masters broadcast, if you're watching it on TSN, they usually have a channel that's just Amen Corner. It's worth watching because these are three of the best holes in golf. You have one really tough par four. You have one super interesting par three, and you have a really gettable par five. So these three holes are just unbelievable. They will have an impact every day of the week, but Sunday at the Masters, we've seen it year in and year out. That is a, a really tough stretch. And it always has an impact. Somebody will make a mistake on these holes. Somebody will hit an unbelievable shot. And it will make an impact. So you guys are here for our bets. You're here for our takes. What we see. I'm a huge golfer. I watch golf almost every week. Especially any of the big tournaments. I'm watching Saturday, Sunday. It's a mild obsession. If not more. Um, So here's some of the stats that I really like going into this week. This will touch on some of my takes. Some of the players I want to win. And whatnot. So stats I like, five of the last seven winners at Augusta have been in the top five for strokes gain approach. Nine of the top 10, nine of the last 10 winners have ranked top seven in green and regulation. So what do these two things have in common? It's great ball strikers. You have to be able to hit the greens at Augusta and put it in decent proximity to the hole. The knowledge of the course is more important at Augusta than anywhere else. You see winners do it again. You see winners always stay in contention. 
but ball striking is one of the biggest things. We'll get into putting. Putting is, of course, it's big anywhere. You're not going to win if you can't putt on the PGA Tour, and you're definitely not going to win if you can't putt at a major, so this is huge. The other stat that just jumps off the page to me is eight of the last 10 winners were 1.7 strokes or better strokes gained T to green leading into the Masters. So this is the last three months. So there's only eight guys this year that qualify for that. So again, that's eight of the last 10 winners. This is a pretty significant, that's 80%. That's the last 10 years. Only eight guys are in that category this year. Joachim Neiman, Will Zalatoris, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Shane Lowry, Roy McIlroy, Luke Liss, and Scotty Scheffler. So I will touch a little more on a couple of these guys, but those are all names to consider. If you're betting, make the cut on Bet365, as we love to do, because you can probably like 20 names, get crazy odds. These guys, I'd add all of them, at least for one parlay. If you're doing a couple of them, add all these guys in at least one of them, because this stat is proven. This is 10 years. This isn't a small sample size. This is a huge thing here, and I'm going to like all these guys. I'll probably sprinkle a little bit of all these guys in the top 10, especially Zalatoris, Rom, JT, Rory, Scheffler. You can't count these guys out. I mean, Scotty Scheffler's number one in the world. Rory's the most talented golfer in the world right now, in my opinion. JT's right next to him. So you got to feel confident about these guys. So I'm going to touch on three guys who I like to win outright. And I'll give you a little bit background why. So first off, first guy I love, and these are value plays. I'm all about the value in betting golf. Cameron Smith, plus 1,600. He's got the fourth best score to par the last four years at the Masters, minus 25. He's coming off a huge player's win. If you watch the players, this guy was just unbelievable from four to eight feet putting. And that's so key at Augusta is your putting and your pace and just making those knee knockers, those ones that you watch like a guy like Rory or Will Zalatoris, you if they have those four to eight footers, you're like, this doesn't even have a chance of hitting the hole. And Cameron Smith is the best of the world at that, especially in that big moments. He won the players. That's been the biggest tournament this year. I really like Cameron Smith going into that. He's had a bit of a break. He's had his family around, like positive mood set, everything going for Cameron Smith. I love the guy. I love the look, the mullet, the mustache. Like it'll throw it'll throw people off if that mullet mustache gets a green jacket put on him Sunday. I like the value. I like it. Uh, I'll be cheering on Cameron Smith this weekend. My second, I mean, these next two are a little more biased got to be Jordan Spieth plus 2200 it's Jordan Spieth at the Masters I mean at the end of the day this guy's always in contention he plays so well there he knows this course so well he should have multiple green jackets uh and I am not betting against Jordan Spieth there he is sixth best score over the last four years at 24 under par again as I said seems confident when they were talking to him he had a really good round last week at the Valero Texas Open in the Sunday his putting looked horrible for a lot of last week but his strokes gained tee to green are unbelievable. His approach shots have been unbelievable. He's been such a good ball striker right now. And here's the other crazy thing. So since 2015, he ranks first in strokes gained approach. I already told you, that's an important stat here. He ranks sixth in stroke gained putting. So yeah, his putting hasn't been great and it goes hot and cold at times, but at Augusta, it is good. And he's sixth strokes gained ball striking. Again, another one of those stats that I'm just going to keep throwing at you. Ball strikers do well at Augusta. You got to be able to hit the ball well. You got to be able to putt. What does Jordan Spieth do well at Augusta? He does those things. So at plus 2,200, I'll be throwing a little bit of money on him. I like it a lot. Third guy I'm going to throw money on. Again, bias here, Canadian Corey Connors from Listowel, Ontario. I love him. Plus 5,000. He's got the fifth best scoring average at the Masters without a win. He's got top 10 the last two years at the Masters. He finished third place in the match play, which is 
second biggest tournament this year so far, WGC event. Second in strokes gained ball striking the last four years at Augusta. So this is a guy who keeps being there in the majors. He keeps finishing top 10. He's right there every time. He seems to have one hole in the back nine every year where he makes a dumb three putt that I just love to see Corey clean up. But again, I'm going to be cheering hard for him. I love Corey Connors to really have an impact. And I just think he's going to break through. And one of these years is going to be the breakthrough at Augusta. He just plays so well there. His ball striking is unbelievable. He's got one of the smoothest swings on tour. I could watch it all day. And it's hard just not to cheer for the Canadian. You know me and Zach, we always cheer for the Canadians. And it's just another time. I'm going to be cheering for Corey Connors. He's going to have an unbelievable week. And I'd love to see a Canadian putting on the green jacket again. Mike Weir did it. Why can't Corey Connors? The last one I'm going to touch on is a little bit of a dark horse. We have a few of our listeners who really want to hear me talk about a guy who is a little over 5,000, over plus 5,000, a little longer odds. The guy I like is Mark Leishman. He hasn't been in great form, plus 7,000 on bet 365 right now. He hasn't been in great form, but there's one stat that just stands out. He's number one in strokes gained approach the last four seasons at Augusta. What do I keep harping on? Ball striking. Strokes gain approach. What does Mark Leishman do? Incredible at the Masters. He does that. So when you're just thinking best horse for the course, this is the guy. This is the guy who, dark horse, best horse for the course. I feel confident about him. I like this play. And it's just somewhere I want to go if I want to sprinkle a little bit of money. Plus 7,000, throw five bucks on it. It'll pay okay. You'll make a little bit of money. It'll help, help at least counteract all the rest of your bets if he can pull it off. Second thing we want to touch on is a couple top 10s, or at least guys that we're kind of looking at. So I'm just going to put these guys in the top 10 for sure. If you, again, if you want to sprinkle money on these guys, top five, or even a win, I understand it hundred percent. Matthew Fitzpatrick, love it. This guy's been in really good form. He's performed really well at some of these tournaments and he's just a fun guy to cheer on. Again, he's a barstool guy. They love him there. And uh, I like his game and I think he's going to make a breakthrough. He's still younger than a lot of people think he is because he kind of opted out of college. Didn't want to finish that route. So Matt Fitzpatrick, I really like top 10 too with crazy odds. Bernhardt longer top 10 is plus 3,500. This guy just gets it done. He's made the cut three or six of the last nine years. And he's just a machine. The German machine, as they call him. Bernhard Longer is going to make the cut. I'm pretty confident about that. I love throwing it, especially plus odds to have him make the cut is nuts. And when you get plus 3,500 for him to finish in the top 10, I got to sprinkle a little bit on that. I mean, maybe there's still some crazy, there's got to be good odds for top 20 as well. And Bernhard Longer just knows his way around Augusta. He knows how to hit those hybrids insanely well. And he's just a German machine. And he keeps doing it time after time again. And I'm not going to count this guy well. He's always in terrific form on the Champions Tour. I know Augusta is going to play longer than he's used to. But when you're the guy who's that good at golf, he'll get it done. He just doesn't age. So I'm excited about that. So just going to talk a little bit in general about some of the other people on the course who I kind of like. So we're talking about some of the other big names. And what do I think of them going into the Masters? John Rahm has been playing really kind of not really good golf of late. But he's been one of the best players at the Masters since he's been there. He's all but one year finished in the top 10. So he's a guy you have to consider how much I'd love to bet against him. I'm not the biggest fan with his anger issues. You got to kind of consider it. And I don't think he's going to be completely out of it. But you never know. He hasn't been in good form. So we'll see what happens when it comes to that. Justin Thomas. Again, I like Justin Thomas. I just don't think the value is there. When I bet golf, I bet value. 
Justin Thomas is a great ball striker. He knows how to move the ball. Kind of goes hot and cold at times, but I like him. DJ, I don't really like him at Augusta as much as I would everywhere else. Dustin Johnson is a great golfer, and he won it in the November Masters. So that's the weird thing. The November Masters was the worst scoring in the history of the tournament. And DJ won that one. So I almost, I don't, you can't completely throw out those stats because it's still a guess. It's still the same golf course, but it was just such a different tournament playing then. It was almost, it was a different kind of grass. The overseed was done. Like it just didn't play the same. So I didn't feel confident about that. Scotty Scheffler, we got to talk about the number one player in the world a little bit. I like him. I just, I just think he's got to come down off this high again. I think he's one of the most consistent golfers. I could easily see a top 10 here, but I just can't see him winning it. He's won three of the last five tournaments he's been in. He's been in incredible form, so I think he's going to be up there. But taking him to win this when the odds are plus 1,600 just isn't good enough. Colin Morikawa, similar thing. He's just He seems to miss a lot of putts in a lot of big moments. He's made a ton in big moments. He's got two majors. But plus 1,800, I love the ball striking. The driver kind of comes and goes. But I just don't feel confident putting money on Colin Morikawa. To make the cut, love it. I just think he's going to make the cut every time. Rory McIlroy. I'd love to give Rory some more love. I love the guy. I love the honesty in the interviews. I just, for some reason, don't see him ever winning a green jacket. I'd love to say Rory's going to get the career grand slam. For some reason, I just don't see it right now. So we want to talk about a few miscut guys. So first one right off the bat, Bryson DeChambeau. One, I am really upset about him and Dude Perfect doing what they did on A-Man Corner. To me, that's disrespectful to Augusta. When you're not allowed to have cell phone cameras there as a golfer, as a spectator, or any of that, you're not allowed to have that. To be able to shoot what they did on A-Man Corner with footballs, tennis, rackets, like to me, that's just, it ruins it. I'm all about having fun on the golf course. Go play your local public course on there and have fun. Do whatever you want out there. Do different things. Have different games. Your pitch and putts, great. I love it. But there's just something different about Augusta, and you just don't disrespect it. If you're going to go out there and play Amen Corner, I'd rather, much rather you just play it straight up. Just golf it. Just play Amen Corner straight up. I want to see what an 18 handicap will do, what a 20 handicap will do, because I'm curious for myself. I would love to play Amen Corner and see what a guy with my skill level could do there, because it just looks impossible. And especially from the Master C, it just looks impossible. Not happy at that. Plus 150 for Bryson to miss the cut. He's coming off an injury. He's been in terrible form. Add that to the missed cut. I am not putting him in any of my mate cut parlays. I don't trust it at all. Abe Answer is my second one, plus 175 to miss the cut. He just WD'd last week. He hasn't been in great form. Just another one of those. I don't really have too much more than that. Just it's Augusta. You're withdrawing and not in great form. It's going to be tough. The third guy at plus 240 is Hideki Matsuyama, reigning Masters champion. Here's the biggest reason why, or two reasons. Three of the last five Masters champions have missed the cut the following Masters. So right off the bat, you're like, all right, Hideki, that's not good odds. You're That's pretty bad. 60% chance of missing it based on the last five years. Second, he's dealing with an injury that's actually impacted his swing. He's worked with a couple different swing coaches to figure out how he can swing with this injury. It's not working well. So Hideki to miss the cut. I actually don't mind parlaying all three of those together. Hideki, answer, Bryson. I'll be doing that for sure. I love it. So let's talk some other value bets. So as I've already said, I absolutely love Corey Connors and I will be betting a ton of money on different prop bets, different things for Corey Connors. But for me, there is a ton of value in the top Canadian with Mackenzie Hughes at plus 250. Mackenzie Hughes has been great. He's played great golf over the last couple of years. He was in a major last year. 
until his ball got stuck in the tree, unfortunately. And he's just a consistent golfer who's right there. He's actually above Corey Connors in the International President's Cup standings. So at plus 250, I like Mackenzie Hughes to finish ahead of Corey Connors. Sprinkle a little bit of money on that, make a little bit. I really like it. If Corey Connors is going to have a bad thing, then this is easy. I mean, I'd love to give it to Mike Weir, but it's going to be Mackenzie Hughes or Corey Connors. And at plus 250, I like that value. Top lefty, Bubba Watson at plus 200. There's a couple other guys, Brian Harmon's, and I think the next close to the nods, but it's Bubba. He's won it twice. He's always interesting to watch, and I just think he's going to find his way around Augusta like he usually does. Plus 200, really good value for top lefty. As a lefty golfer myself, I love throwing a little bit of money on this. Great bet. I'm going to be putting money on that. And the next really fun prop bet I like, top senior. Bernhardt Longer is second best odds at plus 300. They have Podrick Harrington have had a better chance at doing this. And Bernhard Longer, as I've talked, the German machine, he's going to get it done. He might make the only, be the only seeder to make the cut. Larry Mize and these guys aren't doing that. So again, we don't have anybody else there. Bernhard Longer plus 300. I will be putting a little more money than I'd like to admit on this one because I love that bet. That seems like a huge lock at plus 300. German machine is going to make the cut. He's going to be the top senior. That might be my biggest lock of the tournament. I don't usually like making massive locks for golf. You can't do it. Bernhardt Longer, top senior at Augusta. That seems like a lock. I don't understand the odds. Padraig Harrington, I get is a little younger, but it's longer. I'm doing it all day long. Just got a couple, two more real main fun prop bets that I really like. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, first round leader, Englishman only. Plus 500. Reason for this, pretty simple. Five of his six rounds on the PGA Tour this season have been 69 or better. If he shoots a 69 or 68, especially in the favorable, it looks like weather-wise he's going to have the favorable draw on Thursday. He's going to be arguably the first-round leader. He's going to be right up there. But out of the other Englishmen, he's going to be for sure. So plus 500, great value on Tommy Fleetwood, who is a guy who comes out of the gate really well. So I like that a lot. Last fun prop bet I have is Corey Connors' first-round leader. Plus 4,500. Again, I love Corey Connors. His game is so good right now. It's been really good at Augusta. The putting has gone at times. And you're just getting crazy value on him. I don't know why he's not getting enough love. Plus 4,500 for first round leader for a guy who finished third in the match play. Has been playing really good golf. Really great form. Top 10 the last two years at the Masters. The value is just there for Corey Connors to be a first round leader. He's played well. Things are looking good. I like it. So those are my best bets. I mean, I know you guys are probably missing the banter this week, but hopefully we can give you some insight, a little bit of tips, and just enjoy the Masters. This is the best tournament of the year. This is my favorite sporting weekend of the year. Yes, over the Super Bowl. Yes, over the Stanley Cup playoffs. It is on Sunday. I will be sitting in front of a TV from the first tee until that green jacket is put on in Butler's cabin. It's a ton of fun. I'm really hoping with some of this new Ontario betting that we'll even be able to live bet some of this stuff now where you can live bet, oh, is DJ going to hit the fairway on the 13th hole during it? And some of this stuff. Like, I think that's going to be a ton of fun now that Ontario's got this legal sports betting. We'll see what happens when it comes to live betting. But live betting in golf can be super fun because you're just cheering for guys to miss or make fairways. So, again, coming from me here, enjoy the Masters. It's such a fun weekend. Seeing somebody new put on the court, put on that green jacket, and I really hope it's Corey Connors. I'd love to see a Canadian do it again. And lastly, you can't forget about the Mike Weir bet. Plus 100,000 to win. I will be putting $1 exactly on this 
And I will be doing that every year until Mike Weir is not playing. Because what if I don't do it and Mike Weir wins? How much will I regret not putting that dollar on it? And as I've reminded Burke many times, I've spent a dollar on way worse things. So I uh, hope you guys uh, make some money this weekend. And I'm looking forward to the Masters. I hope you guys are too. Hopefully me and Burke will be back at, with the banter next week. Hopefully Burke doesn't give you some horrible takes and some horrible bets. And uh, this is coming from you from uh, Cameron Charlton. And uh, hopefully the Bandit has some good takes as well. We will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Did the Turf King knock it out of the park? Or did the Turf King, Cameron Charlton, knock it out of the park? I mean, give me a break. I don't know how the heck I'm supposed to follow up, um, follow that up. Like, unbelievable analysis on his part. I mean, the, here's the problem for me now is, is that generally when we do our banter and stuff, like we go back and forth with facts and all this kind of stuff, he's just better than me at the whole golf side of it. So I'm going to give it my best shot. Um, I love, uh, yeah, I love, uh, I love golf. I'm just not as, uh, inclined to, uh, to the, to the ins and the outs of it, I guess you could say. So let's, uh, kind of get into it. So, I mean, obviously as Cam kind of mentioned, biggest news is Tiger Woods. I'm not going to try to touch on the same amount of points. Um, but I just want to say that it, you know, I, I totally agree, uh, with everything that Cam said and, you know, the, Masters are just so much better with Tiger Woods in it. Um, if you looked at the practice round Monday, I don't think we've ever seen, well, and maybe it was just the last time Tiger played, but the amount of people standing around on the first tee when Tiger's teeing off was just unbelievable. Like that's the kind of crowd you'd see at Masters Sunday and it's on a Monday practice round. Like, give me a break. Um, so, you know, obviously he said, yeah, I'm playing, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, I got a couple of Tiger takes. So I'll get to, to that a little uh, a little bit later. So I'll start it off with um, with my outrights to win. So I did I did three picks as well. Um, I guess I'll start with um, the one that Cam and I kind of both had the same Cameron Smith. Um, you know, coming off that player's dub, his short game and his putting has been unbelievable. And and again, with what Cam's saying too, right? What's successful at at Augusta National? Um, it's really being able to 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 control your game. Your ball striking has to be excellent. Your short game has to be excellent. Your putting has to be excellent. And you know, Cameron Smith, his short game, his chipping particularly, uh, and his putting. Um, he's one of the best putters on the PGA Tour. He's just got an opportunity here to you know to follow up the big win at the Players. Um, and, and get a green jacket here. Now, I do find it funny that, you know, Cam's talking about how, you know, he's got the mullet and he's got the mustache. I mean, you kind of want, you know, a greasy looking character to put a green jacket on. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think that the Masters crew really cares, but um, I, I love it. I think it's going to be, I, I think he, he's got a great chance. Um, and he's plus 1,600, so 16 to 1 odds. So it's not like that's a, that's a super, um, I don't know. It's not like a super long shot by, by any means. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, the other thing about Cam Cameron Smith too is, you know, Augustus really hilly. And as I said, he's got an unbelievable short game. His, his, his chipping is unreal. So to be able to, to control his wedges in close distance and really be able to stick it close, you know, take some of that putting pressure away because some of these greens are just absolutely nasty. Um, you know, so if he's able to, to navigate, 
um, that short range, then he's got an excellent, uh, excellent, excellent chance at, uh, at winning. Um, my, one of my other outrights. Uh, okay. So I've got, uh, Justin Thomas, Justin Thomas. Again, I don't love the odds plus 1200, um, 12 to one. Okay. It's not, uh, it's not terrible. Um, but he's just one of those guys that he he's due, um, right? Like he, he's, he's got a major under his belt. So he's no, you know, he's no stranger, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, he's no stranger to, um, to the course and he's no stranger to pressure moments. And Justin Thomas, again, excellent ball striker. He's, you know, been kind of not, I wouldn't say struggling really, but he just hasn't been able to put, um, you know, put it a hundred percent together, but I'm really hoping that, that, you know, this weekend he's, he's able to do it. I mean, if you look right, like he's, you know, so one of the stats that I really liked was the average masters champion wins after 6.4 attempts. Okay. So this is JT's seventh appearance at the Masters. So if you look at that stat, you say, Hey, he's, uh, he's probably due. Um, and there's only two guys on tour who have been better than him this year in ball striking. It's Shane Lowry, who, uh, and John Rahm, and that's it. And he's, and his putting, he's actually putted decently this year. I know that's, you know, Cam kind of mentioned that was, that was a struggle. Um, but if he can just putt average and then his ball striking is, is next, like is, is perfect. Then I think he has a really good chance. Um, and, uh, I'd, I'd take it home the green jacket and, the other thing is like, so another stat was until last year, uh, Thomas. So Justin Thomas had improved his position, uh, on the leaderboard every single time he played Augusta. So, you know, last year, okay, sure. It didn't really work. So the stats kind of like, okay, so he's beginning better and better off year last year. Let's have a reset this year. Um, I like him top 10. Um, the odds again, top 10 aren't great. So I didn't include him in my top 10 for odds. Um, but a plus 1200, 10 bucks on it. It's not a bad, um, not a bad return. And then the other guy, and I've picked, I think I've picked this guy to win like the last two years, I think I've bet. I I think that last year for sure, because we were doing the pod. Um, but Xander Shoffley, man. So Xander Shoffley is uh sorry, give me one second here. His odds are twenty plus twenty two hundred. Remembering that this guy won a gold medal at the Olympics in golf. Okay. So plus 2,200 gold medal champ. Um, he was second in 2019. And then I kind of got on that train. Um, but I mean, last year he was in the hunt, right? You know, dumped his, you know, dumped it in the water on 16. He was getting, he was close to Matsuyama. And then that was basically, you know, that was basically, that was it. Um, he's got eight top, uh, seven finishes and 18 majors. So, Top tens looking good, you know. It, with that many top tens, you'd think that he's going to win one eventually. And again, right? He's one of those guys who his ball striking has been excellent. You know, he's not. A, it's and, and of course you're going to say in golf it's all about consistency, but that's just really what it is. And he's been right there. He's been right there multiple times. Twenty two to one odds. I can't say that that's the worst thing I've ever seen. So for me, uh, Xander Shoffley is going to. Um, is gonna is gonna make some noise. I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind that pick. So um, my top threes are all kind of like uh, I, I got a couple of dark horses, but um, yeah, my top threes are all 
decent, like decent odds, not uh, anything too, too crazy. Um, I do want to talk about top 10. Okay. One of the things that I really like, and Cam kind of mentioned this about Tiger was Tiger was asked if he, you know, was able could contend. He said, yep, I'm good to go. Uh, I think I can win another green jacket. Um, feeling good, which is remarkable in the fact that he's playing. But if if Tiger's saying that he's contending, that or he, he feels like he can contend, then I think he's going to contend. And I think it's going to go one way or the other. Either it's going to be a, he misses the cut, or I think that he's he's in the running. I don't really think he's going to have that kind of middle of the pack, like 20th, 30th place, um, because I think he'll push it, right? Like if he's really – like if he's right there, I think he's going to be aggressive. Um and the other side of that is, is if, you know, if his leg is bothering him, then I just don't think he's going to be able to to keep up. And I think he'll end up missing the cut. Uh, but Tiger Woods to finish in the top 10 is plus 500. So, th- I mean, this guy won the Masters three years ago. I think that he has a chance to win. Those, I think, do I think he has a chance to win the Masters? Yeah. Um, I mean, the odds are terrible. I, I wouldn't bet Tiger at what I think it's 50 to 1 or 65 to 1 somewhere up there right now. Uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't bet that, but top 10, if he sneaks into T10, you know, I think, I think there's a good chance of that. And I really like the odds at, at plus 500, right? Um, throw a couple bucks down on that one. And, uh, and I think the other part of it is too, is, is that if you put money down on Tiger to do top 10, like be top 10, obviously we're going to be invested in it no matter what, but it really just gives you that extra sense of urgency where you're like, yeah, let's go buddy. Tiger top 10. Let's go. Um, and then this is kind of a layup. It's plus money though, so I have to do it. But John Rahm, uh, plus 125. Now, if you look at the outright, um, you know, John Rahm's the favorite at plus 1100. Okay, so I don't love, you know, Justin Thomas is second at, at plus 1200. I don't mind plus 125. I think John Rahm, John Rahm is a lock to be a top 10. That's like, I've had all the locks, that's my lock. Plus money on it, I mean, I don't, I don't see how you can't just take, in my opinion, free money. Um, you could say, well, you know, I guess you'd want more, uh, you know, we want more because there's always a chance. Yeah. I mean, he's just been, I know he's not number one in the world currently because that that's taken by Scotty Scheffler. Now Scotty Scheffler was 14th about six, seven weeks ago. Uh, and then went all the way up to number one cause he won a bunch of golf tournaments. So, but you know, in terms of who the actual best player in the world is right now, and Cam and I talked about this a couple weeks ago, it's probably John Rump. So I'm not. Yeah, as I said, plus 1100. I, I don't love that uh, for outright, but a plus 125, you know, for a top 10 for a guy of his caliber, I, I think that's I think that's completely reasonable and I think that's completely fair. So uh, that's what I like for my uh, for my top 10. There's a couple other guys you could throw in there, but um, to me, plus 500 for Tiger, plus 125 for John Rahm, uh, and uh, and I think that's money. So should I go with? Dark horse, or should I go and miss the cut first? Cam was did mention that we do um, that we do a, a make the cut parlay. Uh, they smartened up a little bit with it, and everybody basically has minus odds to make the cut, or most people have minus odds to make the cut. So it's a little bit tougher. Um, but um, yeah, I, I'm just I'm just thinking in my head which which way I want to go. Okay, so I'm gonna do dark horse first. And we're going to go from there. So one of my dark horses to win is Tony Finau at plus 4,500, 45 to one. I had Finau last year too. 
because I <laughs> I just am a glutton for punishment. But again, this guy rips the ball almost as hard as anybody on the on the entire tour. Um, you know, he's had three top tens and four starts. He hasn't had a good year this year thus far, but at some point you have to turn it around. I mean, the big problem with Finau currently is his short game has not been very good. His putting has not been good. His short game hasn't been good. And as I talked about earlier, like those are things that like Cameron Smith is really good at that helps you at Augusta. So I think Tony Finau, um, I think it's a risk for sure, but he's one of those guys that if he can get hot, he was, he was fifth place in 2019. If he can get hot, I think he can, like, he's usually at the top of the leaderboard, um, you know, for the first day, first two days, and then kind of fades off. But if he can finally put it all together, uh, 45 to one, to be honest though, I'd, I'd probably rather bet tiger at 50 to one or 65 to one. Um, but I just kind of double down on triple quadruple down on Finau every single year. So, um, I'm not necessarily convinced. I just think that it could be an interesting play. You know, I think everybody's kind of overlooking him because of the start that he's had this year. Um, and he's, yeah, he hasn't had a top 10 this year, but I think that there's a good chance that, uh, you know, if he, if he could just be a little bit more consistent that he can, that he can get there. Um, yeah. And then the other, the other dark horse that I was thinking about is, uh, see, uh, see Kim and see Kim did not miss the cut last year at all. And he's had four straight top 35s. Okay. And he was, he was 12th in, in 2021. Like this guy's a, an excellent, he's an excellent player, right? I just really like, so anybody that's had that many top 35. So the, the discrepancy between first and 35 really doesn't have to be that much. Um, but one of the things that I like about him as a long shot, to be honest, is his, is the odds, like just in terms of value, like the value is off, like off the hook, man. The value for Siwoo Kim to, to win outright is plus 9,000, 90 to one. So you get a guy who has had as many, um, top 35s, doesn't miss the cut. Um, you know, all you need is lightning to strike one day, and that's going to be Sunday at the Masters. Keep yourself in contention and go on a heater, um, similar to how Matsuyama did. And yeah, maybe he can maybe he can win the Masters. So 90, 90 to one. Um, missed the cut. I really like Terrell Hatton to miss the cut at plus two hundred. I, I can't mention Bryson DeChambeau. Um, I, I don't disagree with that. I think that he's gonna, you know, I think that that makes total sense. Um, but Terrell Hatton has been good this year, but he's one of those guys that can unravel like very, very quickly. When we were watching the players, like he was in contention and contention, and then he had a double, then he had a bogey, and he just absolutely exploded. So I could 100% see an unforgiving Augusta rattling Terrell Hatton to no end, um, especially day one. He gets in a bad funk, and it's just a trunk slam day two. Uh, so... Plus two hundred for Terrell Hatton to uh, to not sorry sorry to miss the cut. Uh, I like that. I also had uh, Matsuyama to miss the cut. Cam Stapp plus two forty, and then um, the only one that I, as I said, the only other option for Tiger other than doing well, I thought would be to miss the cut. But the odds are really bad at minus one twenty five, so I don't love that. Um, and then the other one to miss the cut is, and this is kind of a tough one. 
Now the odds are good. So plus 333 for Rory McIlroy to miss a cut. Again, arguably one of the more talented, more talented players on tour. He's won, you know, he's won before. Cam talked about how he, he's trying to complete the Grand Slam. Cam doesn't think he's going to do it. I don't think he's going to do it either. Um, Rory, though, can get off to really, really bad starts, especially if his irons are going to be inconsistent on day one. And, you know, with how pristine this golf course is and how tight it is, like if you make a little bit of a mistake, uh, you're gone. So plus 333 for Rory McIlroy to miss the cut. Um, Ken did a couple other props and stuff. I I don't, I didn't really do, do that many props, but um, there you go. That's, that's my picks. So you can hate him. You can love him. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to be betting on bet three, six, five. That's what I'm going to be kind of watching. Uh, as Cam said, hopefully we can do some, um, some live bets. I think that's, you know, going to be fine. But I think the big thing is, is that all eyes are on tiger. Um, you know, all eyes are on tiger this week and rightfully so. And I can't wait to, I can't wait to watch. I think it's going to be unbelievable. And, um, yeah, masters is special, man. Uh, before I sign out today, I just want to say one thing that's not masters related. So the Leafs blew a lead last night. They blew a, what are they up? Five, one. They blew another big lead to Florida. Second night of a back-to-back, they lost an OT and man, people are just freaking out left, right and center about this, how they're not built for the playoffs. And I just like need everybody to chill the fuck out because like they did, they obviously just did not have the gas last night to play. They just not did not play defensively well at all in the later stages of the game. And Shalgren got pulled out. You know, Campbell was in there for the second night. They ran out of gas. It happens. Let's not blow this out of proportion again because this is always what happens. Is we always exaggerate and you know, make it seem like, oh, this is exactly what's going to happen in the playoffs because I don't think that's the case. Uh, forgetting that we dusted Tampa on Monday night and then we got a point. So we had three uh, we had three points out of a possible four against Tampa and Florida. That's a sign for positivity. Just had to sneak that in there uh, because, um, yeah, because the haters can fuck off. So, anyway, as always, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm sure we'll be tweeting a lot this weekend at Over Six Sports, uh, at C Charlton Turf, and uh, at Zach Burke Over Six. And once again, apologies for the split, uh, the split pod today. It's the the banter is is tough. I'm sure that my section was super choppy because, um, you know, I don't have time to switch my thoughts and look at my notes uh, when when I don't have Cam backing me up. This is why it's so great to have a partner on this thing. Um, but anyway. As always, thank you for listening to the Over Six Sports Podcast. I'm Zach the Bandit Burke. He was talking earlier, Cameron Charlton, the Turf King. And we will chat with you next week. <laughs>